There's a legend that I once heard that Spinoza made the lenses for Galileo's telescope through which he saw the moons of Jupiter. I have to assume whoever developed this tale wanted to link together two individuals who both challenged religious authority and who were both ultimately excommunicated. The fact is that legend is just a legend. Yes, Spinoza was a skilled lens grinder and instrument maker, But the problem is, Spinoza was born in the year 1632. That's the year that Galileo was convicted of heresy by the Catholic Church. Thus, there's no way for Spinoza to have ground the lenses that allow Galileo to see the movement of Jupiter's moons and the other celestial bodies. Of course, we all know Galileo's crime. He declared what every elementary school student learns in basic science, that the earth circles the sun, not the other way around. For all of human history, up to the era of Galileo, human beings believed that the earth was the center of the universe and that the sun and the other bodies that moved in the sky revolved about the earth. And it's easy to understand why. Even today, as I sit and write, it doesn't feel as if the earth is moving. It feels stable and unchanging. And when I look up to the sky, night after night, I see the movement of the planets. So too did those who came before us believe that the earth was in the center and everything revolved around us. That we human beings were the center of the universe and God was looking directly at us. It was not, shall we say, not only their scientific belief of that age, it was a religious one as well. By placing the earth in the center, It celebrated the ideas that that human beings were the pinnacle of God's creation as it is written in the Bible. And so when Galileo, using observation and mathematics, proved that the earth was not at the center, Galileo was challenging religious authority. He was challenging the Bible. He was challenging the church and all that it represented, its power, its authority, its status as the Word of God. Thus on June 22nd, 1633, the church handed down the following edict. We pronounce, judge, and declare that you, the said Galileo, have rendered yourself vehemently suspect by this holy office of heresy, that is, of having believed and held the doctrine which is false and contrary to holy and divine scriptures, that the sun is the center of the world, and that it does not move from east to west, and that the earth does move and is not the center of the world. And Spinoza, in his own way, did what Galileo did. He challenged religious authority by saying that the Torah was not divine and by declaring that the miracles of the Bible could not have occurred. Spinoza, too, spoke of God and nature as being one and the same. It was a radical new theology that led many to call him an atheist. And while Spinoza's works were the product of philosophic writings rather than scientific, he was excommunicated by the rabbis. Thus, on July 27, 1656, Spinoza was excommunicated with the following words. By decree of the angels and by the command of the holy men, we excommunicate, expel, curse, and damn Baruch di Spinoza with the consent of God, blessed be he, and the consent of the entire holy congregation. And the edict concluded with that no one should communicate with him, neither in writing 
nor accord him any favor, nor stay with him under the same roof, nor within four cubits in his vicinity, nor shall he read any treatise composed or written by him. While Galileo and Spinoza were not formally linked together, for me, they are. For both challenged religious authority. It was a daring act then, and it should be one that continues to inspire us to this very day. I'm Rabbi Robert Barr of Congregation Beth Adam and our Jewish community, and as always, thanks for listening.